Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly and that is what TGC is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like we want change things and that's what we do. That's why I love you. There you have it. Still have an insightful sermon. Your value is God Himself. That's no good. Oh, thank you. Yeshua, part four. So we call this spiritual politics. Just don't mind the titles, okay? Spiritual politics. This idea. How to live a life of meaning and influence. So we've heard Yeshua's story talk about who he is, what he has done, and who we are because of what he has done. Right? So today we're looking at who we are because of what he has done. So we said, you know, Jesus is God, Son of God. Talked about the Trinity, talked about um, the supremacy, head of all things, stuff like that. Talked about, um, about Melchizedek last week, you know. And we said that, that by Christ's resurrection, we have become heaven's citizens. We have become citizens of, of, the, of, the, of, of God's family, right? So now we don't beg for mercy anymore. We just live out of it, okay? We are now God's family members, right? So we, we don't live in the area of begging God for things no more, okay? We just lambano like family members, okay? Amen. We just what we lay hold of stuff. We don't beg stuff. We lay hold of stuff already given to us by God. Amen. Amen. Is that good? So we go further this morning to look more into that. Hebrews six twenty. Where Jesus, who went before us, has entered on our behalf, he has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Look at that. Uh, chapter seven. Chapter seven. Chapter seven. Just one chapter seven. He has become a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Okay, please go on. Yeah. This Melchizedek was king of Salem and priest of God Most High. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him. And Abraham gave him a tenth of every sin. First, the name Melchizedek means king of righteousness. Then also king of Salem means king of peace. Without father or mother, without Shilion or Lee. That's okay, that's true. Now, look at him. But one says that Melchizedek met King of Salem and priest of God, met Abraham from, from War of Three Kings, and um, Abraham gave me a tent and he blessed Abraham. Okay? Blessed Abraham and Abraham gave me a tent. Now you now wonder, but God already blessed Abraham. Um, am I correct? God already was blessed Abraham. So why then is Melchizedek blessing Abraham again? Why is Abraham, why is Melchizedek blessing a blessed man? Glory to God. Why is he blessing a blessed man? Some people, some people say, when they say they don't say amen because they're already blessed in Christ. You know that some people don't say amen to it. When they say God blesses it, I'm ready to bless it. They don't say amen to it. Mechadek already blessed by Abraham, blessed by God himself. As in God told him what to word. Do you get? As in me and you, that you are blessed. Okay? Mechadek still blessed Abraham, you know, and Abraham gave a tithe to Mechadek. So we have to be to to read the Bible and apply as it's applied. Don't just cram, cram the theory and start running. How 
is it applied? Okay, we have all of Gonzalo, right? What's the impartation? Don't we do impartation? We do. Right. So we see it's in the Bible. We see in Romans. Paul told Romans, Romans 1, I think verse 14, it says, says, I long to see you that I might impart you some scripture and you may be defied. Now, even though you are already blessed in Christ with everything, we still do impartations. So Paul telling Timothy, says, stir up the gifts of God in you, which was placed in you by the what? The laying on of my hands. So even though we have all things, we need activations. Amen. We need what? Activation. So don't, don't, don't have a prideful approach to things of God. Amen. And don't form it super very funny. We know right now the way you are behaving, you need it, you need it in advance. We do not see it, but we can see you need it, we are doing. I get my point here. So let's come, let's come to things of God with reverence, with, um, with hunger. Yeah, with hunger. Okay? With hunger and desire. Not, not, not the feeling of, I have it all, I need nothing. That's not how it works. Okay, I have it all, but I want to see all of it working in my life. That's the point. Yeah. I have it all, but I want to see all of it working in my life. I want to raise the dead. You get my point here. I want to see those that we have already. I want to see them working in our life. So Hebrews 7 verse 1 says, he was king of Salem. Verse 2 says, he's um, king of Salem, meaning um, king of peace and king of righteousness. So what's he showing you there? He was showing you an earthly king with kingdom core values. You see that? King of peace and righteousness. A king with kingdom core values. He was also a priest. Not just that. He was also a king. Amen. Amen. So not just a what? A priest. Also a king. Not a heavenly king. A king on the earth. Amen. Amen. He reigned on the earth with kingdom core values. Amen. Revelation 1.5 says, says, We have have, have made us also kings and what? Priests. Look at that. It's just like comparing us against Melchizedek. A king priest. Not just a priest alone. A king priest. We'll show that. We will show that. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. That's so good. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Romans 14, 17. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness. Peace and join the Holy Spirit. Look at that. Kingdom core values again. Okay. God's kingdom. What? Righteousness. Like, um, like, like Salem. Like, like uh, Mechizedek. Righteousness. Peace. And then joy in the Holy Ghost. So a king with kingdom core values reigning on the earth. We'll show that. Okay. So we know that Jesus brought heaven down. Okay. He didn't just come. He, he brought heaven down. And he ushered forth a new kingdom on the earth. This is the idea. That for the believer it is, thy will be done on the earth as well as is done in heaven. So we are, we are to enforce kingdom values on the earth. So we don't just pray alone. After praying, we enforce what? Kingdom values on the earth. We're going to show us how. Glory to God. Okay? So the other is for us to mirror heaven in values on the earth. To mirror what? Heaven in values on the earth. Why Christ came and healed sickness to So he came here to heal people of their sickness. Why? Everyone is sickness free. Amen. Fed their, fed their, their, their hungry ones because there's no hunger in heaven. Okay? He was going about this plain kingdom core values on the earth. Right? And he left and gave us the job to continue. That we go about 
enforcing, influencing kingdom values on the earth. So not just priests, okay? We don't, we don't just pray alone, we also rule, okay? Kings rule, glory to God. No, we still want to just his name in Isaiah 96 7. They call Isaiah 96 7. Isaiah 9, 6, 7, yes. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. Look at that. And the what? And the government. government. The government. The government. Which government? Is it heaven? No. Heaven is already is. Heaven is already God's. Which government? Where of the earth? Shall be upon his shoulders. Not heaven. The earth. So he wants to rule on the earth also. He wants to rule in, on the earth as not in the heavens. Right? Okay. So it's, and you'll be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So what does that mean? That wherever his government is, there will be peace there. Wherever he reigns effectively, there will be peace there. So wherever also the believer in Christ reigns, there ought to be peace there. So when we influence society, when we get involved, we come with kingdom core values, righteousness, peace, Abundance. Power supply. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. What? Glory to God. Are we getting that? So he left and gave us the job to do. Says he has all authority in heaven and on the earth. And that says, Go ye therefore into all the world. So I have received all authority for you to go and use. Look at that. So we go everywhere. We preach the gospel, we teach the gospel, we also permit everywhere with kingdom core values. That's important. You know, um, when we begin to see some things as, as devil's work, we get it better. You know, there's no there's thing that we just preach the gospel and all that. When you begin to see people suffering as devil's work, you understand it very well. When you go back to Eden, Genesis 1 to 3, there was no poverty there, no lack, no suffering, until what? Until sin came. Who brought sin? The devil. So, as sin came, death came, suffering came, poverty came, okay, and the concept of sin. Some people see those things as things that happened because sin came and, and the devil's work. They didn't see that as our jobs to fix. Not just to just live well and go to heaven. No. There's a job to do here. There is a job to do here. There's a job to not just go to heaven, there's a job to do on the earth. So we preach the gospel, yes. We also get involved to solve problems using the power that's given us. That's the idea. Live a life of meaning. And influence. You know, the devil is a thief, right? The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Okay? So when you see killings, when you see suffering, destruction, you are seeing the devil's MO, his memorandum, his work. So what are we to do? We go everywhere to stop the devil's work. Glory to God. That's your job description. That, that, that's your JD. To go everywhere to put a stop to that test works. Amen. You should, you should know that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm, I'm building up. Genesis 126. Genesis 126. Genesis 126. Genesis 126. Then God said, yeah. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Look at that. Please pause. So God made man, you know, to have dominion over the what? The birds of the air, the cattle, everything, okay? Fish of the sea, okay? But not over man. Not, not man dominating man, right? 
man to dominate circumstance, dominate everything. Okay? So God made man to have dominion, to have control, to have power, to have control, to rule on the earth. So God's plan for man has always been to rule on the earth. Is that why I go to heaven? That's always been to rule on the earth. So God made you to have dominion on the earth, to solve problems, to create change, to multiply, to be fruitful on the earth. And guess what? Whatever God says to do, He gives you power to get it done. Yeah. So you are empowered by God to solve problems on the earth. God wired you a problem solver. Amen. So don't shy away from stuff. We run into issues to get them fixed. You see that? Because why? You are made with dominion. The first word that God spoke to me was blessing, was an empowerment to get this done. You know, first thing to anybody to anything is defining the things meaning, the things significant. Okay? When God made man, the first thing to man is be blessed, be fruitful. It was empowering man from day, from day zero to get this done. So you are empowered by God to solve problems. Okay? So sin came, death came, issues came and all that. But Christ restored back to man dominion mandate. So in Christ, you are blessed with every scrap of holy places. Why? To enforce change on the earth. Are we getting that? Are we getting that? So we see that we are to, you know, to not dominate people, okay, but to serve people by dominating circumstances that affect the people. So we don't, we don't dominate ourselves. We dominate issues that affect the people. Are you getting that? We do what? Dominate issues that affect people. So we serve people by dominating their issues, solving their problems. So we are called to serve people. Now we say we have dominion. No, it's not about dominion. It's not, not dominate ourselves, but to serve people by dominating their issues. Do you get that? Do you get that? So you can solve poverty problems for your entire state. That's you serving people, dominating issues. Do you see that? You can see part of life in your, in your entire, in your entire um, estate. Yeah. That is solving problems, right? Dominating issues, solving problems to serve people. So we are called to serve people by dominating their issues. Glory to God. So we we'll see Joseph and Daniel in, you know, in, in Egypt and in, um, and in um, Babylon. How they, with the power of God, okay, solve problems for nations. We will see that. Glory to God. So we must see poverty and every other bad thing as works of the devil. Amen. We must see poverty, lack, sickness, disease as works of the devil. The devil is by nature a psychopath. He enjoys doing bad things. Okay, so where there are wars, he's happy. You know how we see, you know, we're watching the South African thing some weeks back, and we're, talking, and we're all making noise. The devil was at work full glare, and we're rejoicing it. We're, doing, we're just making noise. The devil was working full time. But guess what? Believers just respond carelessly. We just say, fight them. Oh, God, the devil is trying to stay in one of Africa. You're laughing about it. No, the devil does. Sets up issues. Issues here, issues there. You slap him, you shoot him. He's tearing up issues. So we respond as believers, knowing that the devil is at work. It's not, normal, it's not casual, it's the devil at work. Look at that. So we must respond to each knowing that where there is evil, it is the devil doing his thing. Glory to God. You know, I said on social media these days, you know, men fighting, women fighting men, and we think that the man is the enemy. So in your mind now, the male gender is the problem. No, the devil is at work full time. So it is not, it is not, you know, there's only some growing up, we think my, my church, growing up as kids. Um, 
I can't answer my son. Something like this that the mother says father is the father is to blame. Father says mother is to blame. The devils are at work when they're fighting each other. So they have a single enemy, but they think it's both of them fighting each other. No, your enemy is at work setting up issues. Face the enemy. Leave the, pe- the people. Look at that. Says don't fight against what? Against human beings. What fight against rights and powers, rulers of darkness. So your war is not against another gender. You are fighting a demon spirit. A demon spirit. So when we begin to see clearly, we begin to judge this better. So the man is not your enemy. Not the woman also. Amen. We are believers. We should see spiritually. See with see with, with Bible sense. Okay? This is important. This is important. So when we begin to see those that we, we, we can better respond to those issues. We are more guided in our response to the issue. that we are fighting with demon spirits. Demon spirits. Very important. Remember Ephesians 4. This is Ephesians 2. That says that, um, that in the past, what we got said, we were ruled by demon spirits. Yeah. So, there's a demon spirit that tries to lay claim of people. Demon spirits. So, you, don't, you wonder why they are just coming up and down. The demon spirits at work in them, making them to be that way. Every black man is out of home and all that. Not a good father. There's a demon spirit at work in that area. Make sure that black men are that way. It's a demon spirit. When I attend themselves, there's a demon spirit at play. It's not, it's not, it's not Ojulason, right? There's a demon spirit at work heavily to make those things happen. So your fight is not against a man or a woman or against people. You are fighting spiritual forces. You wonder why in America, we have all sorts of funny laws. Sleep with all this, any kind of thing, everything goes. You are fighting a demon spirit. When they say abortion, you are fighting what a demon spirit. Remember in Genesis, in, um, in Matthew, where, where Herod, where what are they going to kill the children? The same demon spirit that's for killing children then is that's for killing children now. It's the same demon spirit. So you are fighting a what? A demon spirit. This is my point. Your issue is not against flesh and blood. They are only being used by demon spirits. So if you don't fight the men, you confront the demon spirits. Then put in place policies to check the effect of the men. Do you see that? Do you see that? Your wrestle, your war, is not against flesh and blood. If I think flesh and blood, you are wasting your time. It will not stop. It can never stop. If you keep fighting men, it will not stop. They will keep coming for you. It cannot stop. As long as demon spirits are talking them, they cannot stop. Even if they try, they will still take it. They cannot stop doing it. Glory to God. Well, that, that's important. Okay? So we said we are called to be king and priest, right? And to reign on the earth. So a king is about a political monarchy, okay? That reigns, that reigns in a particular sphere, okay? Now, it's not still a spiritual kings. Look at that. No, we have our religious eyes. I'm a spiritual king. I reign in heavenly places. No, God, you reign on the earth. No, I'm saying how we see how we see these Bible things are. I'm a king, but I reign in heavenly places. Oh, God, your reign is on the earth. The king of Salem reigned on the earth, and was called king of peace and righteousness. Your domain is yet. Okay, so your power is sourced in the heavens, but be used on the earth. Mm. Glory to God. You know. We are kingdom ambassadors sent from heaven to the earth to make sure that the heaven mirrors, you know, 
the earth mirrors the heaven's the economy. So we are mirroring heaven on the earth. That's the job. It's why Christ has to come down to the earth. Because the job is the earth. I that for God so loved the world. Look at that. God doesn't hate the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So God loved the world. God loved the people of the world. So look, this is important. I don't know if this one again. When you are fighting people, you are fighting God because God loves the world. God died for the world. When your men are coming, you are fighting God. You are going head on with God. I'm serious. When God sent his son to die for us, that's the value God placed on us. When you are making money, you are fighting God himself. You are going head on with God. And you cannot win. God help you. You can't win, you can't win God. You cannot. So what happened? Frustration. Year in, year out. You cannot win God. Look at this. Pharaoh, Joseph in, in, in Egypt, loved his master. Even though the guy was a killer. Yes? The was, was, a, was, so, was so evil, they worshipped him. It was like a god to them. But guess what? Daniel saved him with love. Daniel saved him with love. Daniel saved him with love. Says, O king, live forever. Save him with love. So when you are fighting men, you are fighting God. For God so loved the world. When the Bible says, don't love the world, it didn't say don't love the world. He said, don't love godliness. I will show you. First John, I think that's first John 2. Whoosh! Okay. I think I've done my notes, but that's good. First John 2, 15. First John 2, 15. This is important, okay? First John 2, 15. So you can know how to respond to the world's issues. Okay? How to respond to the world's issues. First John 2, 15. You, you know why this is good? You see, even in developed countries, even those, well, you know, bad people, they are in good-looking prisons. Because it's a valuable place of mankind. It's a valuable place of man. Some of you are still in school. I don't that prison abroad. God placed value on people. When you put a policeman inside those kind of barracks, he can never have value for money. He cannot have value for money. He cannot have it. I went to a police station once to see, you know, and the, 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 the roof was like this over there. The fan was like this. They cannot value people. They cannot. If like prayer, they cannot value for man. They can never value my life. What you see every day from your character. When you wake up every day into death and nonsense, you cannot value, you cannot value anybody. When there's no one to feed your family, you cannot value, you cannot value anybody. You cannot. It's important. Okay, look at that. Help me. Says, do not love the world. Help me. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. Go on. For everything in the world, the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. Of so he's showing you what not to love. I get my point here. He's showing you what, what not to love. Lust. Sin. Not the people. So we are to love the people. Wish the people well. Wish them well. Solve their problems. Meet their needs. Glory to God. So, again, when you are fighting man, you are fighting God. Thank you. Okay? So, our kingdom is in the two realms. Because we are, we are three-dimensional beings, okay? So, we rule in the spirit, right? We rule in intellectually, in the soul. And we also rule in the physical. 
So if you want to rule effectively on the earth, you must rule in the three dimensions. You must be able to bind their strong men spiritually. Amen. So you are called to be an activist. You first bind that men as come. You first bind his come spirit. First. You bind his come spirit. So anywhere you talk, you are communicating power to change people's life. I get my point here. You first bind the strong man. You control the strong man. So when you talk, you are talking from a power place, and things change when you speak. People, people just hear and they change. When you just change, when you, when you, when you just change and, and become better because you are communicating power. You have bound your strong man. So if you just keep talking, talking about sorrow, it will never change. You need power. Why Christ told the disciples, says, I saw Satan falling like that from heaven. He had bound that strong man. So of course, they have to get miracles done. Why? He had that was the strong man. So they cannot go and do, they don't do miracles without any stress. Why? Someone had bound the strong man in the area. Are you getting my point here? So you must, for every area of culture in life, you must bind the strong man. For every field of endeavor, there's a strong man. The devil has kings, praise over every, every territory. Read, read, read in the OT. He has kings, spiritual kings, over every territory. Why the Bible calls Christ the king of kings. King of kings with his children. So also the devil, king of his own children. Are you getting my point here? So he has his influences in every sphere of endeavor. So what you do? You first bind the strong man. So I had Isabel when she was going to be um, the new Kenyan chairman of First Bank. She went and prayed over the office. She prayed over the office. She prayed, prayed over the office. Because you are dealing strong men. You are strong men. And the people go to the office and sit on the chair and they're mad. It happens. People, people, I have a friend that says, he has to be the constant. He says he's not doing it again. He's not doing it again. Why? Strong men. They want to lay claim to territories. Just the guy became MD, started policy. Oh God. <laughs> he knew the meaning. He said he's not doing it again. He cannot, he cannot deal. So you have to buy the strong man. So it's why we don't live casually. Spiritual life is not casual, it's not play. You are living in the wicked world, it's not play. Don't say pray, I beg you to pray. Ah, oh God. Oh God. Right? You live in a world of terror. It's what it is. The game is the game. So you play by the rules. You deal with the strong man. The game will not be fair. You just have to win. How? You deal with the strong man. Stop crying what is not, what is not fair. Oh, oh God. Do what you do. Stop crying what is bad. Men are evil. Oh God. The game is the game. Win. You cannot say, you cannot do over and do I'm the victim over, over everywhere. I'm the victim. Men are bad. Men are bad. They broke my heart every time. I'm the victim. Oh God, you'll be there for life. You move on. You move on. People win regardless of, 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 the, of the game. So you must win. You must win. Determine, decide to win, not cry. Decide to win or cry. Kings don't cry. Kings rule. Kings rule. Imagine the king cries, hey, whoa, every time, whoa. <laughs> every time, bad people everywhere. Oh God, you are the government. You are the government. You rule. That's the job. You rule. Hey, my lecture in school, I was telling you, oh God, you are the government. You decide it. This thing like you so bad, everybody feels. People are passing, people are passing in that same school. Right? You decide, you rule, you bind the strong man. 
Nobody goes by crying, I'm the victim. Okay? Nobody goes by crying everywhere. I'm the, no! You decide to win because you're a king on the earth. Whoosh! Glory to God. So, we are priests and kings. Okay? We are priests. Our priests are between us and God. Okay? But we rule amongst men. So what do we do? We go to God in our priestly, priestly role. Intercession. Prayer. Right? Binding the strong man. They will now come out to execute rulership. So we do things behind the scene in our priestly role. You know Nigerian companies, Nigerian governments, um, they pray in the office. It's not first prayer. You do the work behind the scene. You do the priestly role behind the scene. So when you come out, you're coming out in power. Glory to God. That's important. Okay, so we'll see in the kings of old. They have prophets that, that, that will go and pray over the issue and come and tell them, Thus says the Lord. So we look at the Joshua when, when he was asking, Second Kings 3. Second Kings 3, verse 11. Second Kings 3, verse 11. Let's take it together. Second Kings 3, 11. Quickly, 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 quickly. Yes. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of the Lord through him? An officer of the king of Israel answered, Elisha, son of Shaphat, is here. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Figurative. Again, figure of speech. That means it says Elijah. Was, is, is Elijah's mentee. That's mean. Is, is, is his mentee. Look at that. Exactly like houseboy. That's how it works. Say this. Spiritual authority is, is extreme service. Now, you know what I explain to you? Because you live in a, in a white culture. Spiritual authority is service. It's, that's what it is. Service. Please go on. Please go on. Please go on. Please go on. Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Elisha said to the king of Israel, What do we have to do with each other? Go to the prophets of your father and the prophets of your mother. No, the king of Israel answered, Because it was the Lord who called us three kings together to hand us over to Moab. Elisha said, As surely as the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, if I did not have respect for the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would, have, I would not have looked at you or even noticed you. But now bring me a harpist. Look at that. While the harpist was playing, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha. Look at that. And he said, This is what the Lord says. Make this valley full of ditches. For this is what the Lord says. You will... You will see neither wind nor rain, yet this valley will be filled with water, and you, your cattle, and other animals will drink. This is an easy thing in the eyes of the Lord. He will also hand Moab over to you. You will overthrow every fortified city and every major town. You will cut down every good tree, stop up all the springs, and ruin every good field with stones. The next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, there it was. Water flowing from the direction of Edom, and the land was filled with water. Now all the Moabites had heard that the kings had come to fight against them, so every man, young and old, who could bear arms was called up and stationed on the border. When they got up early in the morning, the sun was shining on the water. To the Moabites across the way, the water looked red like blood. That's blood, they said. Those kings must have fought and slaughtered each other. Now to the plunder, Moab... But when the Moabites came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and fought them until they fled, 
and the Israelites invaded the land and slaughtered the Moabites. They destroyed the towns and each man threw a stone on every good field until it was covered. They stopped up all the springs and cut down every good tree. Only Kerhareseth was left with its stones in place. But men armed with slings surrounded it and attacked it as well. When the king of Moab saw that the battle had gone against him, he took him he took with him 700 swordsmen to break through the, to the king of Edom, but they failed. Then he took his firstborn son, who was to succeed him as king, and offered him as a sacrifice on the city wall. The fury against Israel was great. They withdrew and returned to their own land. Don't mind the graphic, the graphic thing. Those are the kind of people that Israel are dealing with in those days. Who that killed their children for sacrifice. Right? Look at that. So look at that. There was, there was an issue. The king called for a priest. So the priest, in his priestly role, played the app. You know, was mentioned to God, and God said, "Okay." But in this, we are kings and priests. We ourselves, so, so I'm priest and I'm king. So I take every issue to God. So when I'm going area like a brash and social, Melusa pregedish, as I worship in God and praying in tongues to God, He sends back words, things to do. So. You lift up your voice in your priestly role, and God gives instructions to execute in your kingly role. So the priest enters, the priest prays, the king executes. That's important. So for every issue you are facing, you don't wait and be crying there. You take it up to God. You stay there until He gives you exactly things to do. Look at that. And when you do this, what happens when you do this? You start hearing feedback, feedback. So God will speak to you. On TV, you saw on TV. I was like, okay, like they're talking to me on this TV. Walking on the road, just walking by the road, and someone just blasts something on, on the radio. Like, okay, this actually affects me. It'd be as though everything is God speaking to that issue. You'll be hearing things to do from strange places. Even watching a football match, you're just hearing things to do, like, okay, this is God giving me feedback, things to correct. That's how God works. So, you would always, always hear, my son, Tolu, change how you talk. I just see a friend at work that says, Oh, they're more also. And I'll be like, Okay, I want to call the feedback. It's not about Rudolph, just fix up. It's Shona, Shona that used to cry, Oh, you didn't talk to me very well. Are you a child? Fix up, not you didn't talk to me very well. Change, you change for your own good. I get my point here. Change for your good, not uh, you didn't talk to me very well. Change and get better. So when you start praying to God for issues, God sends back feedback to your parents, to your friends. Even the most person will speak to you words of God like, okay, this sounds like this is a lot. It just feel so heavy, you know, okay, this is something we should change. So when you are praying for things, be listening for instruction, be, be alert. If I even come on TV, you are watching your passport, ask now, um, what happened to the Aston Villa? <laughs> My brother, someone some just says something like, okay, it's actually, it's actually really jails. Is how it works. So be careful to listen for feedback. When you are praying over, over, over every issue, God is speaking. People are not hearing. But because it's not a heavy, every struggle where you are shaking, like, this is God speaking. Oga, pay attention. Be alert, be sensitive. Just, just think about this. When you pray prayers, watch out what happens during the week. Just, just watch out what happens during the week. Just watch out the feedback, the quarrels, the...
just watch out for those things. You are getting feedback on things to change. Glory to God. So the wise man makes fast changes. Don't, don't postpone it and say, I'll do it later, next week. You pray for something. Change it now. Change now. Change now. People that succeed, make up your life fast. Get things done. They execute fast. No one would like small companies because small companies change very fast. They're not doing the first call and see you in Japan. Another one will call head of the board in, in India, another time zone. Now give us feedback to Japan, another time zone. Then back to Nigeria, another time zone. You see that? So, companies that, 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 that get things done fast, they change fast, respond fast to changes. So you don't say, the change is too fast for me. Oga, move, get better. Amen. So when we are praying as a church, God gives feedback. Gives feedback. Just wonder, okay, why is, why is, why is this just like this? God is giving you rushing feedback. Feedback is giving you as a rushing feedback, as in back, back, boost. God, that is God changing your level with the feedback. You think, think God just giving a miracle and boom, church just full. No! Gives you feedback that you work on to get the change you are praying for. But people don't do the feedback, they are praying for change. So Christ stood to the for Lazarus and told them, roll away the stone. With all his power, they have to roll away the stone first, otherwise the guy will be there. The power will not roll away the stone. Man with his hand and make the change, roll away the stone. Then the power will raise him from the dead. No, without the power, the stone will be dead if man will roll it off. So there will always be things to change for the power to get the job done. Are you coming? Are you getting me this morning? So what are you to change in your life? I want a man. I want a man. What will you change? Actually, what will you change? You can pray for 10 years and nothing will happen. You can pray for 15. Nothing will happen. For 20, nothing will happen. If you don't make the physical changes. You will live, live in the physical world. Amen. Live not a physical world. There are things you must do in the physical to get the job done. So don't just stay there praying and, and fast praying. You have heard God. Go and execute. Amen. Amen. That's so good. Are we learning, please? Are we learning? Yeah. It's very important. Very important. So this is the key. When you pray, God sends feedback. There might be bitter feedback, annoying, painful change, but the wise man responds. No, you're about to say, Tabasuka Mairo, Tabasuka, we sing road, because you see, wash your, wash your eyes, you see clearly. <laughs> so why are you crying or crying? Make changes, see, make changes. Don't waste the pain. Look at that. Don't waste the pain. Don't waste the heartbreak. Don't waste the breakup. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. People waste, waste pain. Don't waste the pain. As I cry in the same road. <laughs> so you can stop crying fast and make changes. People, people will cry for three years. They're still crying. Over what happened three years ago. They're still crying. Okay? See road now. Make changes. So you can make progress and don't happen again. This is how you change. This is how you give your life to be an influence. Make changes when, when you pray. Amen. Some people will pray today that God comes to do your will. And next morning, the boy says, I'm moving again. Oh, guy, your friends on the outside. That's feedback. That's, so I say, ah, don't, don't go. Oh, guy, I saw your film. 
um, this baby by Mount Zion. I laughed, I laughed, my, I laughed myself, and I laughed aloud. So the guy came out praying, and God told him, "I'm taking a lot from you. I'm taking a lot, separating from love." Kiniko, Kiniko. Next day, the girl broke up. <laughs> the girlfriend broke, up and he was crying. Oh God, God just told you last night. This is what I'm going to do for you. I was God talking to the guy about it. He didn't know. When you are praying, you are getting feedback. In fact, the more you pray, the more feedback you get. When you pray in tongues, they're going, Eri, Eke, Bra, Osu, you're doing feedback search. When it happens, you respond, make changes. And make it fast. Make it fast. Fast. You know something about the Bible? When God told Abraham to go and kill his child, Abraham woke up the next morning, he met his wife. He first went first. In no way, if he thinks it's too much, he will not do it again. Yeah. If he thinks about that thing too much, he will not be able to do it again. So what do you do? Before the fire dies, just my just my good faith. Fast. When God gives a word, you execute fast. Fast. In fact, they are showing God you have honor for his word. You have honor for his word. Respond fast. So we are still young people, then we are young people. This is time for fast movement, not time to be dragging you. I postpone it, I will do it next year. That course, matching next two years. So today, pray for God, God, I want career breakthrough. Career, and next one, your, next one, your, your, your boss says, um, Mr. Abaja, this course will fit you. Like, ah, yes, Abio, matching next year. That is feedback. Yeah. I'm talking to you. I don't know, I just pointed. If it's your stop, if the show fits, we are hit. Right? So when you are praying, listen for feedback and execute promptly. So when you need to change your friends, I just said that. Yeah, feedback. Change your friends. Change your change your friends. Is is friends. Is change friends. Glory to God. So we'll see this priestly kingly role in Daniel. That was in foreign land, Daniel 2. And the king had a terrible dream. Terrible dream. And the king knew that that dream was God speaking. So nobody in the town could have the dream but one man. So he said for Daniel. Then I said, King, give me a little time. He went to his priestly role and prayed and heard the meaning and exactly what to do. So in your priestly role, you hear instructions what exactly to do. So it's why you cannot play with your prayer time. Time spent in prayer is good for business. Yes. Yes. Time in prayer is good for your business at work. Bishop says, one secret is what's much more the life of struggle. One secret is what's much more the life of struggle. One secret is what's much more the life of struggle. People say, I'm supposed to pray. No, your verse says, it's not your verse in the Bible, it's Proverbs. The man is not sharp, sharp, he's too busy using his axe to sharpen the axe. Too busy using the axe to sharpen the axe. He's even showing that he's no more working well. Like, ah, because it's time, I'm busy. I'm, I'm too busy. Okay? He's no longer working. Fix up. Sharpen the axe. Prayer, study. Go for courses. Do something. Do something. You are stuck. You are saying, ah, I will not change. But you are stuck. Okay? You are stuck here. You are, no, I'm too busy talking. I'm too busy. I'm too busy stuck. Move that. No, I'm, I'm, too busy, I'm too busy being stuck. But you have to know, no, no, I'm too busy being stuck. We are praying and fasting. 
God will not do for you what you do for yourself. God will do man's job. Look at that. So, your kingship depends on your priesthood. Look at that. Your kingship depends on your priesthood. Let nothing touch your prayer life. God is jealously. Let nothing touch your prayer time. Your dominion depends on your prayer and study. When you don't have your priestly duties, you frustrate the kingship in you. You keep dominion. His devil was frustrated. So your prayer time, your study, your study secular books also. God doesn't work in a vacuum. You give something to breathe on. Then it can inspire you by it. Amen. Amen. So in our priestly roles, we receive instructions, prophecies that we carry out in our kingly role. When God speaks, everything he hears. So you should be going after what are you saying? What are you saying? What exactly are you saying? You should go after it hard. What exactly are you saying? When God speaks, everything here. Just one word from God. Just one word from God. They are told all night and they have caught nothing. Hiya! Just one word. And guess what? Fish ran into the net. The, the fish ran into it. But what? They are told all night. That neighbor they had cried. They are told all night. They are said, there are no good men again in Nigeria. They are finished. They are told all night. <laughs> practical example. That Nigeria, no job, no job in Nigeria. There are no, no jobs here at all. Jobs are finished in Canada. They are told all night. They are told that have caught nothing. But when you hear God said, Hiya, job rush and find you. Yeah. Mm. So, like, why are men rushing me? Why are these men? Why are men every day rushing me? Uh-uh. Yeah. They, they eat my cream. <laughs> when God speaks and you obey, do your part to be as though, you know, God just Christ told them, they should put their letter at one side. Man, man did not put them and say, if you said fish should come, they did not obey. What will happen? Fish should be there, but they will be avoiding them. So, when God speaks, you obey, then things happen. So you are at the mercy of instruction and you obey and carry on. So you don't procrastinate. Make the change today. So some people think this makes some calls today that guys, don't call me again. Four years, I think, as sand in this garden. In our garden. Now, until you let that lot go, eh, your Mr. Spirit Field Believer won't hang. If someone pray, but you know why? Because God is faithful. God will give. God, God will not give a poor fit to a good guy. If it happens, a mistake. The person made a mistake. Not God. The people can help the struggle and make help the struggle and make money mistake, right? It's not God. So, if you are praying for change, do what you need to do. Make, break those flesh, break those flesh, break those, break keep it anyway, finish it there. Don't go back again. So God can open your eyes to see what is yours. Don't be blind. 
bishop says, when light comes from heaven, it puts you in command. I like it. When light comes from heaven, it puts you in command. When light comes, it puts you in command. If you want command, go for light. Prayer and study. Prayer and study. Prayer and study. Effective priesthood. You should ask them. Says, is there no priest? Here's the point. Is there no priest? Is there no prophet around? Is there no priest around? Because you need the priest for effective kingship. Glory to God. Whoosh. So, because we know that God loves the world, we go about solving the world's problems. We don't only say, ah, we have heavenly race, I'm not good tired. You know, we have some very careless believers. And they are so ignorant, it stinks. But guess what? They think they, they know everything. They, they think they know everything, but they are so ignorant and annoying. When Paul, when, 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 the, when, the, when the early church told Paul that for the for Gentile church, they said, don't abandon the poor. What does that mean? It doesn't mean just give them food, they just give them food alone and say be blessed. It means care for the, your, 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 your environment's context. This is the meaning. If there's a party problem, fix it. If there's a hunger problem, fix it. Don't just say be blessed, receive spiritual power, receive gift of healing. That's not eating, gift of healing. No job, no hope, gift of healing. To heal what? Hunger? No, no, no prayer will pray. Spiritual people, we pray in Ephesians 1, Kingdom 19, 21, that's what we pray. But, sir, uh, if you go to your church, <laughs> you are not eating. So let's give him spiritual. Lord is spiritually, but he's poor and broke and broken. <coughs> the balance is key. So care for the poor is beyond just giving them food to it. Okay, that's good. But also, advocate policies. Policies that solve problems for the nation. Get involved. Activism. Get involved. Get involved. Don't just look and say, oh, come here. A spiritual man. Everyone is my own. Everyone is my own. Everyone is my own. Yeah, I'm, I'm just walking by. Well, you're walking by, walking by for 100 years. I'm just walking by. That's a, that's a very long walk. That's a long walk. Why not walk in a place that is developed? Why not build, build make, make your Nigeria point that your child can also live in? So, so I'm, just, I'm just walking by 100 years walker. Okay, we must be, intel- be intelligent. Be, be, think this thing well. Think it well. For God so loved the world, He gave His Son. God loved the world. You know, this is just give the word to devil. Just devil, take your word. Let me just chill the devil. No, He loved the world. He sent the Son. He showed He has value for the world. So of course, He cares if they are hungry. He cares. See Israel, when Israel pleased God, they lived in full abundance. Everything just worked. In fact, you now, I realize that even if it's not for you, with him. Because they are used to things working for them. That's it. They know that by being blessed, things work for them. Not just spiritual things, physical things work for them. Physical things work for them. I get my point here. So, spiritual blessings as physical manifestation. It has a manifestation. If it's not sure you realize because you're not doing something right. No difference about it. People will pray in church. They, they don't care about physical things, but they pray, God bless me. Well, you never be an hypocrite. You pray for food and money. We are saying, we are saying God doesn't really care about it. Why you be a terrible hypocrite? Google, enjoy it well. Amen. Glory to God. Whoosh. Thank you, Lord. You know, I will make it look like suffering is holy. Poverty is pious. 
when the people gave Paul the offering, Paul told them this offering is a sweet smelling cycle to God. That, the offering meant, meant a lot to him. The offering meant a lot to him. He said, This offering, no, sweet smelling cycle to God. It's a sweet fragrance to God. To show you how much the offering meant to him. He now told them, My God shall supply your needs. Okay? So, solve problems. Martin Luther King was a church person, was a Baptist pastor while advocating the civil rights. They did most of their meetings inside the church. You can't can do your research. They did their meetings in the church. The church was actively involved. So every church must be attentive to its context. Your environment context, your locative context, the context there, the problems in your, the problems in your, in your location, in your area. You must, you must be actively involved in your context. If they are hungry, have a, have a, have a sick younger. If they are sick, have a plan for it. Of course, you lay as you hear the sick. Also, be hospitals. Be involved. Be practical. Be, be sensible. So, I have people arguing on Twitter this week. Churches should not open school. Are you okay? So, I have church members that I can't afford to go to good schools. I should not be in the school because I'm a church. Are you thinking? Are you, thinking, are you, are you even thinking at all? Oh, so I learn no matter what. No, let's be thinking. Let's be thinking. Let's be thinking. So, I have money to use, but I should not use it. I should just. No, no, it's not, it's not a spiritual thing. It's not a church thing. But I said, I said, God, I'm to do it. No, God, I'm not to do it. Ah, for me, I said, God, I'm to do this. Are you able to hear God now? Be practical. Be involved in solving problems in your location. See, if like people are talking about Nigeria, praying for twenty percent Nigeria, it will not change. If, if you don't do something, it will not change. Don't do action, physical action. It can never. The power will be hanging in the air. Nothing will happen. You keep praying, God, in Nigeria. Oh God, make policies. You know, the church has about half of the population. Right? So imagine if you come together to prove a policy. It will move. But because you are doing anti-church, just pray. I just do praise to the Lord. You will be there. You will be there. People now say, they will be in end times. But Dubai is also end times. Dubai is also end times, right? Yes, so how come they're on end times? It's more good than on end times. It's both end, end, end times. End not in good way, right? And they're even Muslim. Oh God, how far now? What's the, what's the, what's the issue? I get my point here, end time, end time, but Dubai is end time. Canada is end time also. So, let's find out a better end time. But guess what? God will not do what man should do. So, why pray and fasting? When God is talking, get him first, fix it. Write policies, drive change, activism. For something, don't say go come here. I'm going to heaven. Oh God, he has not come yet. I'm not coming 20 years or 50. Why not serve the world? Serve people, solve problems. Because I'm a priestly role. Okay, priestly role. Let's look at um, thank you, Lord Jesus. Your pastor as your priest. Ephesians 4 11 to 12. Ephesians 4 11 to 12. Second Chronicles 2020. Second Chronicles 2020. Please help me. Second Chronicles 2020. Screen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God. 
and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. Look at that. Look at that. Have faith in God, you will prosper. Have faith in his prophets and you will be established. Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. To prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built Look up. At to prepare God's people for, what? for works of service so that the body may be built up. So said he gave them apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers. He gave them. So even with all we have in Christ, he still gave us some anointing in people for our profiting. So, even though I have all things in Christ, God has taught his wife to give you pastors, prophets, and all that for, to, for, to, to build up the church, the body, for works of ministry. So, every you need to know that eh, your pastor is God sent to you. He gave you your pastor. Because you need one. Look at that. You need one. You need one. Whoosh. So, I was going to listen to something this week. This particular woman, a child was hit, by, was hit on the road. Hit and run driver in the evening. The child was now dead, not the hospital they went to. The hospital said the child was dead. The child is dead. So she said, my pastor says, nobody died this year. She put the child on her bed overnight. By five, the child stood and woke up. My pastor said that no one is dying in this church this year. Your pastor plays in every in your destiny. So we have to correct how we see that office. place in every way of destiny. The words will speak. It looks like we're just talking, but they carry power and they get this done. So you tell me, my pastor said this. I believe it, sir. So uh, some years back, this particular story of someone, this, 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 um, I don't know how to say it, but I didn't, I didn't think about it, so it's for somebody. So, this man went, went for a test, HIV, you had HIV. He had HIV. When he went to tell his pastor, when he went to tell his pastor, I can't have it. I don't have it, but I'm going to go And he said, what's that? Pastor Angeli, HIV, I can't have it. I don't have it. Pastor like, okay, you don't have it. That was the end. Lame claim on the anointing in the office. You see that? Just by lame claim on an anointing. So, we must correct in our hearts how see that was a bastard. So social media, they attack pastor every day. Pastor A fighting. Pastor B, what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? They're seizing the authority. Making their words look like a chief. So Pastor Tebu, wicked man, yeah, 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 everybody's yabbing him. Bishop, yabbing, what's he doing? He's killing the powers in the land. What he's doing? See, when we begin to ring off him, when they talk, what's happening in the country? Because why? You're checking the anointing, they're checking it. Rejecting it. Trouble. 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 So when I say, don't join them. Those are not their institutions. Institutions for the country. 
God puts in different countries those kind of men. When the speaking happens, when you, when you start fighting them, you are repelling the anointing. Did you think Paul was perfect? Paul was not perfect anyway. He was not, he was not even near it. Peter, nah. But God still puts anointings in there. For the church. For the church. So be careful with how you start with called people. There was respect, respect and honor for the office. Otherwise, you will block the flow. You will block it. See, someone says, says the bees from which you get honey stinks. We don't like the stink, but we like honey. What do you do? Leave the stink. Take your honey. Which I fire. You have not anybody. You just put a jet, you like a jet. Just leave jet first. Get what you want. Leave the jet. Very important. Uh, pastor, pastor is talking about Pentecost. Oga, fix up. So I spent your week, like God was scolding me. So God was scolding me through the week that, Tolu, you're not kind of, you're not kind of this way. That's, you're, not, you're not kind of this way. You're not kind of this way. You're not kind of this way. God is saying that I could cause you annoyed by your breakfast, but I'm carrying it. I should, I need to be myself more firm with the power. More authoritative with the power. For your good. For your good. For your good. For your good. So that you don't have a blockage. Why should pull? So your pastor is not your friend. Yes. This is what God has told you all through the week. Your pastor is not your friend. He is God. He gets it to you for your breakthrough, not your friend. He is for your breakthrough. And for your, and, and your, and for your breakthrough, not friendship. And for your breakthrough. When you say, Pastor, I have this problem, I say, okay, chill. I can hear go back and say, Dust it, the Lord, it is done. Not that, sorry, my life, my life. Ah. That's friendship. No. You have other people for that. Your pastor for you is power. So the way you treat him is how the power flows back to you. So in Hebrews 7 says, the least is blessed by the greater. Abraham compared to Abraham was least, least compared to Melchizedek. Abraham got blessed one on one. But the priest carried a higher authority. Whoosh! Over Abraham. So we must correct it. So God has told me, church is not a democracy. Oh, talk and debate. Talk and debate. I said something, I said, can we debate it? No, it's not a church. Church is, I said, that's the Lord. This is what we are doing. Yes, sir, get it done. It's not, pastor, no, that's a church. Church is not, not democracy. That's your government. Imagine when God told, God told to Moses, leave the Kenya and not told these people, ah, let's meet, let's meet, should we live or not meet? Should we live or not meet? They'll still be dead now. They didn't want to go, but it was stressful. Let's change. Ah, no, God, they'll kill us in clinical, clinical. They didn't debate it. Dust said the Lord to the man of God. Move. Move. Move promptly. Fast. Fast. Glory to God. Hebrews 13, 17. Hebrews 13, 17 and 18. Why do we do this? So it's why we pray for men. We pray for them because they carry a huge in our life. Are you following me, please? Are you following yeah. me? So we pray for because they carry a huge If they miss it, you, 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 you might cost you. So I will pray for them. Obey your leaders and submit to the authority. Look at that. Submit to the authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden. For that will be of no advantage to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. Even when we do things that might be a little hurtful, pray for us. Happy shaker. We desire to live an honorable life. 
right? I'm, I'm not saying people that do bad, terrible bad things, but that's not the point. Those are the friends that are your own. I'm saying when, when pastor hurts you, then maybe it's not greet you. Or he sent me and he not, he not reply your DM. Like, pastor not reply me for two weeks. Pastor is praying and seeking God's face. Doesn't reply you. You have a father to reply you in church. Doesn't have to reply you. As long as you can keep hearing God, they tell you what to do. You are fine. Pastor did not greet me. You are not angry. Okay? Pray for us. It's not, not because we don't like you. Okay, we have a job to do. We have a job to do. We have a job to do. So that's important. If, um, Ephesians 6, verse 21. Ephesians 21. Ephesians 6. Yeah, 21. Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given to me so okay. that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Look at that. That's all. Look at, so it says, pray for me that I may declare God of God accurately, utterance, boldly, so that I can hear God for you clearly. And if I don't, I don't misteach or misprophesy, right? Pray for us. Pray for us because it has an impact in your own life also. Okay? In wrapping up, when God gives instructions, Either to you directly or through his prophet, through his, through your pastor. It is not because he wants to stress you or because just, just like making something happen, right? It is for your individual good. Are we following the back? Yes, yes. It's for your individual good. So when Paul told them in Second Corinthians 6, Second Corinthians 9, verse 6 to 11, when he told them to give the offering, what did they say? He says, My God is able to make all grace abound towards you. So he's saying your giving is for your own increase, not your pastor's increase. Amen. Yeah. Your giving is for your own increase. Let's do, let's do it together. Help me. Yeah. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. That's right. As it is written, he has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Please go on. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. People say, I have funny things every day, that God doesn't bless materially. And I'm telling them, the day you close your eye, in Corinthians 9, 2 Corinthians 9, it's so clear, you have to miss it. You have to deliberately blind to miss this. Amen. God blesses materially. But look at that. In response to them giving. Someone will say give. It's not, to, it's not to help pastor, help church. It is for you. It's for you. It's your reward you're playing with. Or you are doing well with. Amen. Hopefully. Philippians 4. Philippians 4. There will be bastard. He's fighting this message hard. Is fighting giving hard. Why? He knows the meaning. That he knows that people get it. So he's fighting hard on social media. Very important. Philippians yeah. 4. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in, ev- in any and every situation, 
whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Yet, it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, Paul, except you. Is that a good feedback? He was complaining. Please go on. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. Not that I am looking for a gift, but I am looking for what may be credited to your account. Again, for who? Your account. Your account. Your account. Please go on. I have received full payment and even more. I am amply supplied now that I have received Please, from... Paul, what did Paul call it? Full, full payment. payment. What's payment? Wages. So he's saying that whatever you give your pastor, it's not because he begged it. It is payment. It is what? Payment. Payment. Please go I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God meets all your glorious needs according to his glorious riches in Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Amen. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So the gift was so good. He said this gift. It's God you give. It's me you gave, but it's God you gave. It's God you gave. So he said you are giving God through me. That's the point. You, it's, God, it's God you give this to. This and my God shall supply all you. So this prayer is a response to giving. You not supposed to supply my A response to giving. Response to giving. Response to giving. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So God rewards our obedience. God rewards our obedience. Why he says in Mark 10 23, he says, Peter asked him. We have left us to follow you. We serve, we serve every day in church. What, what's our gain? What do we gain? He said, there's no one that has left, left father, mother, whatever to serve me. He said, person will yield his results hundredfold here on the earth and also in heaven. So God operates a reward system. So your service in church is not to please pastor or to please church. You are operating God's reward system. And God cannot lie. God cannot lie. So, whatever it is for church or for pastor, you are doing it for God. He's operating a reward system. Thank you, Lord. So, yes, we serve God first for the place of love, right? Yes, love. But also because we know that God operates a reward system. Amen. So, um, last year, Buddhist admission, it's was at the point where thinking maybe maybe you're not getting to medical school. Now I found I found myself, myself that God, Bolu is my daughter. She saved me, as in she saved me very well. So now between me and God, that God, man cannot fall. Who will I tell her mother? Who will I, who will I tell people that say she should be on my lap? Who will I tell them? What God did? And name was last name on the list. Last name on the list. Second list. So first first list was first name. I name was make first list. I made another list, and it was last name on the list. It looks like ordinary, right? That's God at work, reward system. That's what Paul did for the Pastor Church. This my God. As in, this was so good. My God just said it. Heartfelt prayer. Also, for, for Jacob to. Is it um, when I ate food and prayed? <laughs> that it works. A reward system. I have, I have a, a, a daughter also that she's not a teacher member. Okay. She just spoke to me and. 
she was meant to change jobs and she had a deadline to change the job. She was waiting for a bonus here. So if she should not leave here without, if she left early, she missed the bonus. So it's not, it's not between, when should I leave? So I can get my bonus here, go to the next place of work. We agreed together. She got the bonus on the last day. The last day. The final deadline. Why? She has sense. She knows how to pray the anointing. I don't, I, don't, I don't know who taught her, but she knows how to make a demand on it. Says, not because your pastor is hungry, but because you operate in the world system. Not because you die if you don't give, but because you operate in the world system. In the world system. So don't let the world go by your thinking on these things. They want to kill you. They want to kill your finances. Don't let them kill you. Very important. God operates in the world system. My God supplies all your needs. So sometimes when you give, that God sends back instructions what to do next. So giving opened a door. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we blessed? Yes, Was that good? Yes. Thank you, Lord. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.